Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to another episode. It's great to have you all tuning into the show. I always say the feedback, the messages, the emails and so forth. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, so once again, we're gonna jump into the word. So in today's episode, I am out. You can see the Dollar Tree behind me in the rearview mirror, but I am out doing a little shopping and uh, Barb's doing her thing, decided to come on out, get another episode done since we're still traveling. It's really easy to be able to do it this way. I'm hoping you folks will get to hear the message, hoping it's coming in clearly. Once again, remember, I'm not in the studio right now, but hey, sharing the word, you know what I mean? And so today I wanted to just encourage you folks about persecution as Christians and First of all, we've got to keep in mind the persecution from back in the biblical times, depending on what country you live in, is totally different than the way it is today. Persecution in America is different than what it was back in the biblical days. Now you go into some countries where Christianity is illegal, believing in Jesus Christ is illegal, you can get killed. So we need to make sure we remember that and always keep those folks in your prayer, the martyrs and so forth. There's folks being martyred. They're asking people questions. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Are you a Christian or do you believe in our beliefs? If they say I'm a Christian, some people have been killed right there on the spot in this day and age, 2021, 2022, this day and age, people are being murdered because of their beliefs in Jesus Christ. And God's word said there's gonna come those days are there going to be times where we're going to be challenged? You know, it might be a situation where someone gets picks over you and picks somebody else because they know you're a follower of Jesus Christ. You have to be able to say, you know what? That's all right. My God is my provision. My God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. You have to sit back and say, you know what? I might not have this as a human being, but the Lord has this. And I believe in the Lord and I have faith in the Lord that the Lord will take care of me even when I stand up for him, especially when I stand up for him and believe in him and stand on the word of God. That is where you want to be seated and sitting because God will provide. It doesn't mean it's going to come in the form of money. It may come in the form of a job. It may come in the form of things just working out your way, whatever that may look like. And so, and we'll never know until that day comes when we go to be with the Lord and we find out if, if there's a room, you know, I always say there's a room you can go to and you'll sit back in and your guardian angel will come to you and say, Steve, you've got to come in this room and you've got to see what I saved you from. I pushed things out of your way just in time. I moved this over here because you almost fell in a hole or, you know, I'm just talking silly stuff, but you never know what it might've been. You delayed 30 minutes, and because you were late, you avoided this accident that was going to take your life. You know, I don't know what it's going to look like, even if there is going to be a room where we can go into and find those things out. But at the same time, 
when you focus on the Lord and keep him first, Matthew 6, 33. Seek after the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Looking towards the goal of walking as a follower of Jesus Christ, you know, chasing after the Lord, standing on God's word, having faith that even though you're being persecuted for whatever reason it might be, the Lord has your back. Not going and showing your face and saying, I'm going to walk down that neighborhood, even though I know I'm not welcome. I'm going to walk down that neighborhood because I have Jesus Christ in my life and there's gangs or whatever's going on there and you've got on the wrong colored shirt, whatever it may be, that's not using wisdom. Don't mistake. We'll call it stupidity. Call it what you want. If you don't like the word stupidity, call it ignorance. But the bottom line is don't be ignorant to the point where you're like, well, I can go in harm's way because the Lord will provide all my needs. He'll take care of me so I can just go out here and live crazy. No, it's not like that. But at the same time, when someone says, are you a Christian? You don't go, yeah, yeah. You go, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Hey, blessings to you. You know, don't be afraid to let people know. Don't be that closet Christian. So I'm going to read a passage of scripture to you folks. And this is out of Second Thessalonians. And I was going through my Bible looking and saying, you know what, what could I teach on that people can relate to in 2022? And so this is a perfect passage of scripture. So Second Thessalonians, of course, Paul writing to the churches in Thessalonica. Okay, so we're going to read the entire first chapter, okay? And I'll break it up. You know, I might read a little bit and talk a little bit. You know how I do. But, and remember, if you're getting something out of these teachings, out of these podcasts, let me know. It's very encouraging to get some feedback. Not to puff me up, but to help me. You might say, Steve, you know, I wish you would talk more in detail about certain things. Or no, it's good, good nuggets that encourage me to read the word more. You know, whatever it may be. Second Thessalonians chapter 1. This letter is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. We are writing to the church in Thessalonica for you who belong to God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm reading out of my go-to Bible, my slimline New Living Translation. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Dear brothers and sisters, we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. We proudly tell God's other churches about your endurance and faithfulness in all the persecutions and hardships you are suffering. And God will use this persecution to show his justice and to make you worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. In his justice, he will pay back those who persecute you. So, of course, back then, in those days, we're talking people were killed for being a Christian, for being a follower of Jesus Christ. Hey, Stephen got stoned. Remember when Stephen was stoned in the book of Acts because lies were brought against him. And uh, Stephen was stoned. People were persecuted. They didn't mess around. They buried you up to your waist and stoned you. And uh, they didn't use big stones either. They used smaller stones. I did a study on it one time for a Bible study teaching. And it was punishment. It was cruel. And sadly, it still goes on today in certain countries. Which, yes, is hard to believe, but yes, people are still being stoned to death. Women are being stoned for getting educated in certain countries.
countries for having a Bible, men and women, for believing in Jesus Christ and so forth, they're being stoned. So don't take your freedom for granted. So real persecution, stoned, run out of towns, chased out, burned out of their homes and so forth. So many things. Persecution was legit. We're not talking you didn't get selected to be the usher for church on Sunday. We're talking you're getting killed. And so it was different. And like I said, in other parts of the world, these things are still happening today. But there's some encouragement in all this. And it says here, and God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted and also for us when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven. He will come with his mighty angels in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. And of course, that's hell. And remember, hell was not created for man. It was created for Satan. But we have a choice. Follow Jesus Christ. Ask him into your life. Follow him. Turn away from sin and live a life worthy of Christ. And so those who don't, sadly, like it says here, Verse 8, in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction, forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory from his holy people, praise from all who believe. And this includes you, for you believed what we told you about him. And so, of course, he's addressing the Thessalonians and building them up. Like I said before in a previous teaching, Paul will come and he'll come with a stick and he will beat some butt and he'll tell you, you need to straighten out. You need to get your life in order. But he'll also say, you guys aren't acting this way. But those who don't act this way are going to face fire, are going to face hell. And he's encouraging people. You're standing up for the Lord. You're being obedient. And if you do that, you're covered. You're safe. You got that get out of hell free card, but it's more than just a get out of hell free card. And that's a little joke. Some people will say, but continuing on, it says in verse 11, so we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live, and you will be honored along with him. This is all made possible because of the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And so key facts, and I'm, I read the whole chapter because of these key points of encouragement at the end. So number one, keep on praying, and of course, as leaders, keep on praying for those in your fellowship. Keep on praying for those you're mentoring. But it says, so keep praying. So we keep praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. So you want to live a life worthy of his call, meaning you want to represent Christ. You want to love your neighbor. You want to love God. You want to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all the other things will be taken care of. 
You want to have that pure, unadulterated religion. You want to live that where you're taking care of widows and orphans in distress and taking care of the poor. Not the ones that are going to try to take advantage of you. Believe me, we've all been taken advantage of you. There's been times we've all been taken to the cleaners. But at the same time, guess what? Don't beat yourself up for giving to someone who ends up being a fraud because God knows your heart when you gave it. And when you gave that, you were giving it to God saying, I'm going to bless this individual because they look like they need help. How are we supposed to know that sometimes there's wolves in sheep clothing? Perfect example. I might as well do my confession. So the other day, I'm pumping gas. I'm in a different state right now. I'm not at home. I'm pumping gas. A gentleman pulls up and his wife, and he's got a child in the vehicle. Sir, can you please help me? I need help with gas. I need to get back to Florida. I don't have any money left. Please, can you help us? I have a child. So he pulled on my heartstrings, of course, right then and there. You got a child, he's married, he's in a van, he's needing some help to get back to Florida. I opened up my wallet, I had $23 in it, so I gave it. And I'm not trying to get a pat on the back here because it's actually a lesson for me and maybe it'll help some of you as well. But basically what ended up happening was he gave me the sad story. I got sucked into it and everything he said was legit. And unfortunately, it wasn't legit. So I gave him the $23 and thought I was blessing him. He gave me a long spill. I'll pay you your money back. Here's my driver's license here. I want to give you my gold ring for 80. If, if you could just give me $80 because the 23 is not going to be enough. And I said, well, of course, I explained my situation that I'm not going to be able to help you. I've got things I need to take care of, too. But I gave you $23 and I don't want your jewelry. No, 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 here, how about I give you my ring and my necklace? Please, please, if you could go to an ATM and give me $80, and please listen to this and share this with your friends. I'm telling you this right now. This isn't part of the story. Share this with your friends, this portion, or the whole entire video if you want. But anyway, he said that, and I said, Sir, let me tell you something. I gave you what I had. That's the best I can do. I don't want your jewelry. You're not going to have to give your jewelry away. He said, he, he told me about, you know, he says, I'm a Muslim. And I said, well, I'm a Christian. I said, that's something. We're on two different spectrums of the globe, you know, different beliefs. But at the same time, my point was, you can still reach out and help each other. So after he realized I wasn't going to give him any more, he went on and he drove away. So when he drove away, I told Barb about it, you know, and I felt pretty good. I was like, gee whiz, you know, I hope he gets the help he needs and so forth. So I get home, I'm editing a podcast, and I just got that check in my spirit. And the check in my spirit was, you should look that up on Google and see if there's anything about this guy. So I go on Google, I type in, man asks for gas money and offers gold ring. And boy, did my eyes get opened. Come to find out, it's a scam, folks. And some of you may be laughing already because you realize it's a scam. But basically, it's a scam. It's a scam in the United States, so be alert for this. You're traveling, you pull up to a gas station, somebody will come up or drive up, they'll say they need gas money, please can you help me, I'll give you this jewelry. Come to find out the jewelry's even fake. Fake gold jewelry, 
you turn around and you get $80 for them or whatever, they take off with your $80 and you're stuck with fake gold. And they just got you. They burned you good. And you know, hey, God knew when I gave that $23 where my heart was, shame on that man for that. Maybe the things that I said to him are gonna make him change his ways. I don't know. It's out of my hands. They, I got suckered, plain and simple. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and say, oh, this happened and that happened. The bottom line is I got suckered, point blank. Lesson learned. So at the same time though, I'm not gonna look at that like I'm being a victim. I got persecuted because he knew I was a Christian and took advantage of me. I'm not gonna think of it like that. And I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna help anybody now because I got burned. I'm gonna pray first, because sometimes we do take the time to pray to help somebody. And sometimes it's a no brainer when you see somebody who needs some help, you just do it. But in my case, I got suckered, I got taken advantage of. And so that's what happened in that case. And I don't wanna go on a rabbit trail, but I wanted to share that with you to be alert. You have to be alert for sure. You know, being out, doing good, living Christ-like, but at the same time, having some discernment, having some wisdom. And had I not been in the middle of pumping gas, maybe I would have thought about it a little bit more. Maybe I wouldn't have been taken advantage of. I don't know. All I know is I stuck my card and went to pay gas. And the next thing you know, he got my attention. I wanted to help him so I could get back to getting my gas sorted out because my card was still in the machine. And hey, no excuse. I got suckered. <laughs> but at the same time, I thought I was doing the right thing by being a blessing, living Christ-like, helping those who are hurting, the widows, the orphans. You know, he had a child. Sadly, he used a child to, to take money. But it happens. We're, we live in a, in a sinful world. So you got to take the good with the bad sometimes. But anyway, pressing on, living the life worthy of his call, okay? May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. So you have a calling on your life. You're praying, and like it says right here, they said they're praying for you to have that faith. They're praying for you to get everything you need to accomplish all the good things that God has planned for you, that you plan on doing, that you have faith to do. I have faith to be able to do these podcasts. I'm gonna get down on my studio, I'm gonna do these podcasts. My goal is to reach people in every country in the world. You know, the sky should not be the limit when it comes to doing things for the Lord. Whatever niche you're in, whatever that looks like, food pantry, clothing ministry, visiting jails, you know, helping the poor, preaching, teaching, encouraging, healing, whatever that is, giving, do it with the best of your ability. Have that faith that God's going to help you do what you need to do. And that's so important, right? Encouraging. So it also says, then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live. That's beautiful. In fact, I call it getting called out, okay? And that says again, then the name of the Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live. A blessing happened the other day. We went out with the burpees and we must have ministered to, we had the opportunity to minister to three different people. 
and four different people because we prayed for a lady on the street and that was a beautiful one because what happened in that is somebody recognized Barb as a Christian without her saying she was a Christian. And after she recognized Barb as a Christian, she looked at Barb and said, oh, can you pray for me? I've got a job tomorrow. Can you say a prayer for me? I have a job tomorrow and I really hope I get it. Well, I looked at the lady, I looked at Barb and said, well, why don't we just pray right now? So Barb, Nancy, and the lady and I, we all held hands and Barb prayed for her right then and there, lifted her up right then and there because she recognized Barb as a follower of Jesus Christ. That's powerful without her saying a word. And like it says right here, then the name of the Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live and you will be honored along with him. And it was honoring for Barb to be recognized as a Christian. And so right in the middle of everything going on in the world, the persecution, the craziness with COVID, all kinds of stuff going on. Here we are walking on the street, say hi to some folks. They ask about where to go. They've never been there before. We share her. We're not from there. The burpees live there. But at the same time, we start a conversation. Next thing you know, we're praying for them. You know for a fact that you can honestly say, the Lord's going to be thanked for that. She, she was thankful. Thank God for divine interventions. That's what it was. It was a divine intervention where people came together and it was amazing. And the name of the Lord was praised. And that's what's so important. That's what it's all about. And even in the times of persecution, when you want to hide in a turtle shell and say, I'm not going out there, I'm not getting out in the world because there's so much stuff going on. Hey, the world needs us now more than ever. Even in those times, be strengthened and encouraged, even in times of persecution. Don't be a secret closet Christian. We need you out there. People need you more than you realize. Live a Christ-like life. Be a blessing to others. Pray for wisdom. Not like Stephen Lewis that time, who ended up getting taken for $23. But be encouraged, be strengthened. Do the will of God in your life and for others. And you you just, life is amazing. We talked about the Lord, talked about the Lord to some other people. It was exciting. And once the door opens, you just talk. And so that person who may be under a lot of stress all of a sudden, just talked to someone who ministered to them and cheered them up and made them feel so good. And the name of the Lord gets praised. He gets the glory. Make sense? And the last sentence once again says, this is all made possible because of the grace of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of God that he loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have eternal life. Verse 17, John 3, 16 and 17. And verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Powerful, powerful, powerful. So we need to make sure we think of those being persecuted out there. We need to pray for them. We need to look at what little things happen over here in America or wherever you live, you know, if it's not life-threatening to you, it's not really persecution. You can pray for strength. You can pray and speak against 
those attacks from people who are trying to attack your character. Live a Christ-like life so that when people try to persecute you, others will speak up for you. Let your light shine so that others may see it, right? You'll have favor with God and favor with man. People will recognize you. They'll know who you are. Step out of your way. Hey, that's Mr. Lewis. Hey, that's Mrs. Lewis. Hey, that's Frankie. You know, whoever it might be. The, you, you notice, I'm telling you right now, even in a world with so much persecution, you live your life right. You can be a light. You can help others out of the muck and mire. Sound good? Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for being able to share this message today. I thank you for all my listeners and watchers. Heavenly Father, we first pray for the martyrs. We pray for those out there who are being killed, tortured for your name's sake. Those who are hurting and suffering and hiding. Those who have one page of the Bible and are able to memorize it and share another page and smuggle it to different countries and all the things that are being done underground to get your word out there, Lord. We have it so easy in America. Help us open up our eyes to see those who are really hurting and suffering and being persecuted, that we may step up and encourage them and be the hands and feet and the mouthpiece for you. So we just thank you for all these things. Blessings on each and every individual listening to the sound of my voice and watching this video. And I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in as always. Be back in the studio shortly in the next couple episodes and excited about that, but also excited to be out visiting, getting some, some sabbatical time and uh, getting things figured out, doing a little ministry work and so forth. But hey, we're on another year of doing the podcast episodes and we're almost up to episode 200 here in a couple months. Once we get to 200, I might start doing a 12-part season. I'm not sure yet. I'll figure that out when that time comes. But hey, feedback, feedback, feedback. Let me know how you're doing, for starters. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how the podcasts are impacting your life. Let me know if there's something that you want me to teach on or talk about. Let me know how you're doing once again. And if you have any questions, concerns, let me know, okay? And with that being said, hey, I love you all. Appreciate you all. Thanks for tuning in from all over the world. Shout out to all of you all over the world. You're a blessing to me. You truly are to have you on the other end of these messages. Love you all. Hey, love you, Dad. Thank you for all your support, all your prayers. Dad, you are the bomb.com. Love you. And uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for all the teaching, training, and planting the seed all those years ago for me to be who God called me to be couldn't do this without you. So love you and all my supporters and mentors and so forth. Love you all. My wife, children. Hey, love you guys. Hey, with that being said, God bless. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, share it with others. God bless. Peace.